Ah, good morning, good Friday morning to everybody, and he's Mike, the producer. Good morning, everybody. Friday, it's here. Friday, it's here. Uh, Lucy's still a little under the weather, but uh, we're holding on. We sure are. Do you remember Fridays for quite some time was just, oh, it's Friday, nothing, yeah. uh, nothing to do this weekend. Now that things ah, are getting yeah. open, there's kind of stuff to do, isn't there? Yeah, you can go down to a restaurant, can't you? you can, uh, well, no, you can't do a restaurant yet. Not yet, no. You can, you can just go to a hotel. <laughs> yeah, you can go to a hotel. And eat in the hotel. Check into the hotel okay. and then eat in the hotel. But you can go shopping. You can go shopping. You can have a beer on Monday. Yeah. That, you can have a legal beer uh, in a bar on Monday. Outside. Outside, outdoor drinking. Yeah. Uh, always drink responsibly outdoors. Uh, yeah, so it is sort of exciting. You can go to Dundrum. Yeah, well, I went, uh, I went to Liffey Valley, actually, and I had a bit of a shopping spree for myself, actually, yeah, during man. the week. Okay. And I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Did it. You? It was nice. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. But you know what I felt? Things just... I don't know how we're ever going to get back to not wearing masks I know, and not washing our hands I know, constantly. I know, I think yeah, there yeah. is going to be that. Well, this might help, okay? Because scientists have built the e-nose, and the e-nose can sniff out the virus in 80 seconds. What? It's an electronic nose capable of detecting... The, apparently, COVID-19 has a bit of a whiff. Yeah, right? it does, yeah. Um, and so this detects from the exhaled breath of an infected person. It's been built by scientists in Israel. Patients breathe into the 3D plastic device. I suppose a little bit like, uh, you know, when you're breathless. Breathalyzer, yeah. yeah, yeah. For 80 seconds, that's a long time to breathe in. Um, after which volatile organ compounds are analysed for COVID. And it's 94% accurate. Wait, 80 seconds? 80 seconds, yeah. Really? I, I'm sure you can take breath. <gasps> well, yes. Oh, oh, sorry, it's not one. All right, ready to go? Three, two, one. Uh, how long can you hold your breath for? No, no, no. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's 80 seconds. You can breathe in and out and in and out and up and down. Okay. Uh, it generates a little pattern, apparently, and there's a special characteristic for COVID-19. But... If you think about it, if they get this into airports, yeah, uh, Bob's your uncle. There you go. Now, is it in the shape of a nose? If they're calling it an e nose, I think the device should be in the shape of a. So it of goes a, of over your nose. It's probably like a mask. Oh, it's it, like an oxygen mask. Yeah. If you're going to do anything now, if you're going to create anything now for people, create it in the shape of a mask. Yeah. Because we're just so used we're to so it. We're so used to them. So uh, stick it out. Stick in a mask. About 500 people in Tel Aviv were recruited for the study, and it's worked absolutely perfectly. 27 of them were found to be COVID 19 positive, and they were, um, and the rest of them were fine. So they found it to be 99% accurate, but they're just saying 94% just to be sure. To be sure. Wow, it's amazing the amount of new inventions and stuff. Isn't I mean, it? the last, the last, uh, was it last week we found out the dogs can sniff it. That's right, dogs. So now they're can already put out of business. Yeah, yeah. So right. the dogs are gone now. The dogs yeah, are gone. Yeah. Um, the rescue dog. I used to sniff COVID. What <laughs> yeah. do I do now? I sniff my own. Yeah. Stop it. How long did you do that for? Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks. So the thing is, with all of these new technologies, will they stay around? Or like in a year's time, we'll be dumping vaccines yeah. into the sea. Ah, I don't need that one. I think so. Do you know that? I think we're going to be throwing a lot of stuff out. Yeah, just it's good luck to you now. Masks. I mean, what are we going to do with all the masks that we have? Yeah. Masks are like, somebody said to me, masks are like the new plastic bags. Yeah, it's terrible. And you see them strewn around everywhere. It's really annoying. And I walked out of my house the other day and there was one outside. Yeah. And it's just, now I knew it wasn't mine, but it was just like, why would somebody just drop it like that? Yeah, it's rotten and you see them in the sea and everything. Yeah, so that's it. Anyway, the new nose is out. 80 seconds detect COVID. And I just think for future travel, when we get our green green passport, uh, that's the way it's going to be. Okay. What date is it today? It is June 4th today. June 4th. Yeah. Happy birthday if it's your birthday today. Uh, if you want a little mention, why not text us? 087188 You can WhatsApp as well. Okay, so I've got some celebrity birthdays here. I got five yesterday. You did get five out of six, which was incredible, five I have to say. Five out of six. Impressive. Um, ah, I'm not going to give you any clues today. Okay. Okay, so first birthday today. Happy birthday to Russell Brand. 
Russell Brand, the comedian. The comedian, okay, yeah. Okay, Russell Brand. And the guy who uses loads of big words and often doesn't say much. Actually, we were talking about the people who went to jail yesterday, uh, off air. Yeah. He, celebrities who went to jail, he Was went it, to jail. Did he? I think he did, yeah. I think he went to jail for robbing so, a car. I remember him uh, in the early days of MTV. And yeah. He was mad. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, God, that guy's mad. And then afterwards, I heard he actually had problems at that stage. Yeah. Uh, but he sorted himself, out, sorted himself out. Married Katy Perry. He did. That's all right, having your CV. Yeah, but that didn't work out. Um, I would guess that he's a youngish man. I'd say yeah, come 45. On. He's 46. Oh. Come on, you're in. You're in, you're okay, in, you're on. Doors open, let's go. Okay, Angelina Jolie. Ah, now she's all over the papers at the moment, isn't she? Cause yeah. she ta- I should have looked at her age yesterday because she was talking about uh, our Barry Keoghan. Being a really nice guy. She actually said he's a very intelligent man. Wow, he's loved everywhere. Yeah, he is, isn't he? So he's yeah. starring with her. So she's got to be up around. I'm going to go Come on, with... I think now, think. Yeah, so she's been around a bit, and I don't mean that in a yeah, bad yeah, way. Yeah, 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 but not around that long. 48. She's 46. I got it as well. So you're okay, you're within two years. Okay. Uh, so she's the exact same age as Russell Brand. Oh, yeah. Who knew? They share, Bert. I wonder if they share cards. They do, maybe. Uh, okay, so next is Irish Olympian, and I'm pretty sure he went into politics at one stage uh, John Tracy John Tracy he's the yes. runner yes I know I know John Tracy in many many years ago applied uh, to me for a job stop in a sports department yeah, yeah, yeah as a sports editor in a previous radio station okay, okay. Uh, sorry John he didn't get the job he didn't get the job no, no. well uh, sorry, John. Uh, did he go into politics I'm pretty sure he ran for presidency or something I think he no, he didn't run for president. Did he run for the Senate? No, no, he's just a runner. You just think he ran <laughs> everywhere. Uh, I think he was part of Dublin County Council. Okay, I'm pretty. Anyway, I'll check it out. Okay. I think there's a kind of a funny I'm video with him. Going to go for fifty. No, 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 no. Sixty-two. Yeah, sixty-four. Easy, I take that. Uh, okay, so slightly cheating, but I'll take it on this day. Uh, would you believe that on this day, many, 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 many years ago, yeah. the first shopping trolley was invented? What did they do before <laughs> it? <laughs> so the, do you want to know the background? Of, it? I, 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 of course tr- I do. You're, you're hooked in now. Yeah. Sylvan Goldman, the owner of a Humpty Dumpty grocery store oh. in Oklahoma City, began <laughs> to use, use his new invention, the shopping cart. Right, okay. Yeah, okay. so there you go. Well, Mr. Goldman, I would imagine they've been around for a while. I mean, every movie I've ever seen has a shopping trolley in it it's somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go 18. No. 1923. Yeah. 1937. Oh, God. Okay, on this day, many, many, many years ago, this was the time that the first man-made object to achieve sustained flight happened. Now, what I mean by this is... This sustained flight? Right, this isn't... It's not a paper plane. <laughs> yeah, right. This isn't a plane. This isn't yeah. even a paper plane. It's a stone. It's just something they threw in the air. And a it's stone? A, no, because it's sustained flight. This, this stone would just come down. So, and what, is, what was it? Think of what it would be. Well, well an what airplane. Would be, uh, no, it wasn't an airplane. A helium balloon. It, it was a balloon, An yeah. air balloon. It was a 33-foot diameter hot air balloon ah. in France. It went up for 10 minutes. Ah, well, that had to be bloody hundreds of years ago. I'm going to go with 1742. It was 1783. Was it? Okay. Good shout. Uh, okay, and the first... Uh, for, f- sorry, the first Ford automobile uh, was invented this ah. year. Henry Ford completed yeah. building his first automobile called... The Ford Quadricycle. Okay, and of course, was famous then for the Model T Ford. Yeah, so uh, wh- when was that? Well, I know the Model T was much today. What was it the saying about the Model T? You can have it in any colour as long as it's black. Yeah. That was his catchphrase. Wasn't there like a massive, massive battle out between Ford and Volkswagen? It was uh, like a German v. American thing. Yeah. Hitler went mad to get the Volkswagens out. Ah, right. Be- before the Model T Ford, I think. The people's car, the Volkswagen. Yeah. 
Um, question? <laughs> in what year oh, yeah, was the first Ford first. invented? Again, I'm going to go with the 1800s. Yeah, yeah, go on. And I'm going to go with 1891. 1896. Oh. I'll tell you what, you didn't get them, but you had some clever guesses. So you get a point. Uh, thanks very much. And uh, three on the door, I think. Now, Mike, producer is here. Mike, can yes. I ask you a question, please? Have you, you ever can. collected anything in your life? I have collected things. Yeah? Yeah, I went through a phase of it in my earlier years. Yeah, okay. And I had a very bad uh, kind of collection item, oh. actually. And I got this off my cousins in the north, and yeah. it was beer mats. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's typical 80s yeah. collector's item in Ireland. How now. many did you have? Uh, so I got a stack of them, yeah. and I used to love going up to Fermanagh. My father was from Fermanagh, yeah. and I used to go to Fermanagh, a little town called Balik, and oh, yeah. big pub culture up there, yeah. let me just say it. And I used to get all different, like, tenants. Was Fermanagh the international centre of beer mats? Uh, well, they just have a lot of, uh, I suppose, a lot of beer mats. <laughs> Well, so is any pub. This is just a no, pub you were allowed into when you no, were young. No, no, I mean that they had sort of more exotic beer mats like than what? the ones in Dublin. They'd have a tenants one. Tenants is a- not an exotic <laughs> beer mat. Oh, you'd have very they'd have a sad childhood. They'd have a harp one. A harp. They had stuff we didn't get in the Republic. Harp is Irish. Yeah, but it's Northern Irish. Harp was made in Dundalk. I know, but they love it up the north. I remember the one they loved it down here was the worst drink possible. Yeah. Um, pint of harp. Is that it? Pint of harp. Harp and lame. A naughty drink. Harp and lame. Harp and lime. Harp and lime. Yeah. Harp and lame. Because <laughs> harp itself was really bitter and lime took it off. So, so anyway, it was that and, and key rings. Oh, sad. And, and, and shot glasses. Oh, God. Okay. When I was older and cool, you know. Yeah, okay. Um, well, there's a man celebrating at the moment because his first batch of Max Bo- Matchbox toy cars, right? He'd 1,800 of them. He yeah. sold them for 325,000. Wow. Don't think your beer mats are going to get that much. No. Graham, who's 54, fell in love with playing with the little cars, but then he was such a cool kid. Well, not a cool kid, a tidy kid. When he finished playing with them, he put them back in the box. Wow. Which nobody does. Nobody does that. And years later, then he went up to his loft and went, oh, look at all these cars. He collected every car from 1962 to 1982. That's incredible. That's brilliant. Yeah, but he's only sold the first batch. He still has loads more. So he has more. So oh, he's, he's already he in the profit of, of 320 grand. He's, he's up, I don't know how many. He sold the first 1,800. They used to release them like, you get five or six a year, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's got the first batch out and uh, he's got 325,000. Wow, did you ever collect anything? Certainly not beer mats. No. Um, did I ever collect Ah oh, yes so. Stamps I bet you it's stamps I did have stamps I knew stage. it was stamps yeah. Did you have a stamp book I did have a stamp yeah. book Yeah Because we actually and, and Lucy always slags me about this Because I had a headless Hitler A headless Hitler A headless Hitler <laughs> So my granddad was an auctioneer Yeah um, And he used to bring me stamps home And he gave me these headless uh, He gave me these Hitler stamps Now I didn't realise They were cut off at the top Right But I thought it was perfectly done So you just got Hitler's torso Okay. Um, and I thought they were worth a fortune, you know. <laughs> Apparently they're worth 2p each. Oh, wow. So, so you had cut up Hitler. Hitler stamps. So we call them headless Hitlers. Right. For years about <laughs> Thinking the headless Hitlers, when did we get them valued? <laughs> the headless Hitlers were worth nothing. They're only worth any money if you have the head of Hitler on them. Right, okay. So it's just whatever way they were, they were sent off in the post office. Also, I'm very sad for a long time I had baseball caps. Oh, yeah, okay. So one room, right around the top of the room, every corner. Like New York Yankees. Yeah, all that, that sort of stuff. Yeah. You don't have to do it in that voice. Yeah, no, but <laughs> I know exactly that kind of New York Yankees. Yeah. All, the, all the baseball teams uh, baseball, and all that. Football yeah. team, but all the Red promotional Sox. stuff. Yeah, tenants, har. Yeah. <laughs> See? I had the baseball caps. Yeah. Uh, if you have a collection, I'd love to know what it is. 0871 uh, And is it worth 325,000 euros, which would be very impressive. Ah. 
Um, our patient, uh, Lucy Kennedy, clearly needs this bank holiday weekend as well, so hopefully all will be good and we'll visit her later on. Yeah, she'll be back. Back with a bang on Tuesday. It's going to be a hot one as well, I think. Going to be a hot one. Yeah. Uh, we've also got a busy one. Um, radio legend Barry Lang, we're going to talk to him in this hour. Also, uh, we were sort of prime time light yesterday with the phone scam, so Adrian Weckler is going to be chatting to us uh, about how you can avoid the prime time scams. And also, if you watched Dragon's Den last night, we've been following the story of James and Aileen McCauley and see how they got on with the Riggler. It was a good show last yeah, night. Yeah, you watched it, yeah. It I was, did, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. All will be revealed later on. I watched it between that and The Masked Dancer. What do you think of that Masked I love Dancer? It. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I watched it the other night and uh, it's very cheesy. <laughs> yes, it's total cheese. It's yeah. nonsense. It makes no sense. <laughs> uh, blokes just take their heads off and I just love it. I just, um, you know. So, you know your man, the presenter? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joel Dom. Joel, I met yeah. him before. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, okay. he, was, he was in here and he is a gent and he's one of the funniest guys I've met. Is he? Oh, he's yeah, so yeah. funny, yeah. Listen, if you're going to sit down and watch The Masked Dancer and think it's going to be riveting TV, forget it. It's like you're just walking around the house and you're just watching it every now and then. And amazing costumes. Um, but before all of that, uh, we've uh, tough news coming in from China. Oh, yes. A herd of 15 drunken elephants have caused a million euros worth of damage in a 300-mile rampage <laughs> after escaping from a nature reserve. Wow, there's a lot to take in there. If you thought what happened at the weekend in South William Street in Dublin was bad, you want to see the state of this. They broke into a booze factory, right? Right. Um, And they've been stomping through farms and villages, destroying fields and wrecking barns in a seven-week spree. They have been on the loose. Right, okay. Surveillance cameras in villages have also caught the herd strolling down roads and just feasting on trees and gardens. Some 18 tons of food, including corn and pineapples, have been left to divert them, divert them, as they lumber on towards the state capital. Wow, it's an invasion. The fire trucks have now blocked roads getting into the state capital to avoid these lumbering elephants getting through. This sounds very dramatic. I know, I know. Residents along their course have been evacuated from their homes. Well, there's a team of 360 people, nine drones have been deployed to stop the herd, which they haven't stopped so far. It's the largest migration in the history of Chinese elephants. Wow. It's mad, that isn't is it? mad. Okay, so an expert said, and this is an elephant expert, obviously, yeah. there's no point having an expert in anything else. And also, we'll never forget. Uh, no, no, elephant, hey! Elephant said that the matriarch, or mummy, of the group is likely to be inexperienced <laughs> and led the group astray. Like, she's probably looking for pennies or oh, something. okay. When I take you back to the start, did you not say drunken elephants? They are now slightly drunk because they broke into two booze factories. <laughs> Apparently they smell the fruit that's been used in booze factories and they think it's fruit and they chow down on cider okay. and they get locked. <laughs> um, so it includes six female ad- adults, three male adults and three sub-adults. Uh, which are like teenagers okay. they're the crazy ones so bad ones. yeah and three that's what I'm going to call teenagers yeah. you so bad adults get yeah. out of the bandstand yeah. it's just me the wife and two so bad adults yeah yeah uh, we'll have that table over there they'll be fine uh, and uh, three calves as well so it's, it's it's mad there's pictures of it because obviously there's loads of drone footage and they just sort of if you stuck them in Trousers, right? Yeah. They would resemble what happened in Dublin last weekend. Yeah, they pretty much would. <laughs> God, the Chinese have their own problems, their own lockdown problems. They're just falling around, they're absolutely locked, they're smashing through barriers, and they don't care whatsoever. <laughs> um, but there is a demand now for more portaloos for the elephants. <laughs>
<laughs> but I mean, it's pretty dangerous, right, to have elephants stamping around the place, I would have assumed. It, that's so. well pointed out there, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty dangerous. <laughs> if you're driving down the road, say towards you're heading towards Mullingar, and 17 elephants come running out from a side road, that's pretty dangerous. I've seen worse coming out of Mullingar, let me tell you. Paul Halpin is out there. Uh, Paul, good morning to you. Good morning, Colin. How are you? Not too bad. Where are you, Paul? I'm just in Trim here. In just Trim? In the book. Trim, Trim. Okay, what do you do, Paul? I'm in the stud farm there in Kilcock. Okay, in a what farm? Stud. Stud farm, okay. You're, you're yeah. With horses, is it? It's with horses, correct. Good man, okay. Um, okay, so, Paul, we have any plans for the weekend other than being around the studs? No, just a relaxed weekend now. Do, relax, hopefully. Paul, relax. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Watching those. Oh, uh, no, leave it now. Okay, Paul <laughs> Halpin, we have 590 euros for this piece of music. Have a listen. It's very fast, very difficult, but you're convinced you know what it is, Paul. I think so. Oh, uh, okay, go on then. I think it's Foreigner. Do you know what love is, sir? Do you do want you, to know what love what do, what do I want to know? <laughs> well, what's the cause? Do you want? Are you asking want me? To know what love is? You want to know what love is? They want. Yeah. I want to know what love is. <laughs> okay, foreigner. And now we we'll go across to our own stud himself. Hey, hey, Mike. Uh, I hey. want to know what love is, Mike. Yeah, you might want to know what love is, but it's not the hit bit. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Paul, listen. Okay. Man, uh, thanks for the call. Okay. Cheers. Thanks. Dad. See you later. Bye bye. Tony, how are you? All right, Colin. Hey, Hello. Tony. Where are you? I'm in Trim as well. You're joking me. Are you near Paul? Uh, well, I work at Nicebrook and the golf course here. Okay, but you don't know Paul, the stud man? No, I don't. All right, no. okay. What do you do in the golf course? Uh, well, a lot of maintenance. But a lot of maintenance, okay. Yeah, and how is how's it going over the golf course with everyone back? All good? Yeah, all good, yeah, thank God. Yeah, it's uh, building up again. And as they say in golf parlance, how are the greens running today? Oh, very smoothly. Are they? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so here we go. We have 590 euros for this. That's it. That's all you get. It's the hit bit. Tony Mann, how much? Not how much, sorry. You know how much. What is the hit bit? Uh, I think it's James Bay holding back the river. Oh, good tune. Holding back the river, yeah. James Bay. Uh, good tune, but it's not right. Sorry. Ah, sorry, Tony. Give it a spin there. Sorry, we'll try and give it a spin. Okay, cheers, man. Thanks, Colin. See you right, later. Bye-bye. 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 Uh, Paul and Tony, you know, look, if you want to play, if you want to register, but if you want to play, definitely, uh, we'll be playing it twice again. So, uh, um, Niall will be playing it just after midday, and then Damien this afternoon. 590 euros. That's what it is, okay? And, of course, if it's not one, it's going to be worth 1,200 euro uh, next week, if we do Double Money Tuesday. If? Why not if? Because it's usually Dublin Money Tuesday. Dublin Money Tuesday. Let's say Dublin <laughs> Money Tuesday. I'm saying you do Double Money Tuesday and do 1,200 euro. Okay, so that's if it doesn't go today. Watch this space. Uh, it could happen. All right, stay with us. Still to come, we speak before 8 o'clock to the radio legend that is Barry Lang because we have the hotline, second hotline, this Bank Holiday Money, right? This Bank Holiday Money Monday. Right here in Ireland's Classic Hits, OK? David Gray's on the way as well. And some celebrity loose coming up. It's 20 minutes after 7. Uh, Producer Mike, we were actually just talking about um, the masked dancer. 
Now, apparently, oh, there you go. Apparently, uh, it's not getting the ratings, okay? Is it not? So, for some reason, I always watch these shows that people hate. Yeah. Okay? yeah, a, yeah. There was another dance thing on BBC that it was basically me and two people in Rochdale watched, <laughs> right? Um, and it was that bad. But there's a new TV show, so they're running out of ideas now. No, but, but I still think the mass dancers, the costumes are amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't imagine following it all the way through, but every now and then it's not bad. Semi-final tonight. Is it? Very okay. excited about that <laughs> okay. in our house, we are. Okay. Uh, yeah, really, really up for uh, the bloke that looks like the car wash What's yeah, 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 yeah but there's a new show on and it's called and see they're running out of ideas at this stage so it's whatever comes up somebody comes up and the new one is Anyone Can Sing okay, okay so this right. is starting on Sky Arts so basically they're getting tone deaf people and in three months time they're going to teach them how to sing to prove that anyone can sing and then you get a record contract do you know what that's not a bad one. Oh, it's stupid come on <laughs> I like that I like those cheesy singing ones Graham Norton did one years ago where they did a music, they, they did like a, a talent competition. Oh, yeah, where you yeah, got yeah. to play in a musical. You but you could sing. Role. So think of this, this this idea is you cannot sing. Yeah. You don't want to sing. You're completely tone deaf. You're down the shops and you get dragged onto a TV show and you, you've got a record contract three months later that you never wanted. But can you can you not sing? Everybody has the ability, That's I believe. That's what they're saying. That's what they're yeah. saying. Anyone can sing. Why don't we try it ourselves, huh? No. How would you get on? Don't want to. I think he could be taught. I think there's a voice deep down in there, Colm Hayes, somewhere. Finish talking to you now. (laughs) All right, here we go. Friday morning and uh, some celebrity loose around. Actually, it's a bit of trolling going on. It's just crazy, isn't it? You just wonder how these people just... Is there any level of enjoyment when they troll people? I mean, normal people are trolls, celebrities are trolls. It's just silly. Anyway, Ronan Keaton has hit back at online comments about his wife Storm's appearance. The 38-year-old is recovering after she was rushed to hospital with a very bad prolapsed disc and later was diagnosed with what's called cauda equina syndrome and needed life-changing surgery to correct it. Now, all of that sounds... Pretty horrific, right? Um, so she shared a snap of her in a yellow bikini while walking with her four-year-old son in Portugal. And uh, people took to uh, uh, saying that she doesn't look healthy and she looked really, really sick. And why is she posting pictures? It's mad. Uh, Ronan left to the defense of his wife and said, I don't know who you are, but perhaps look at yourself and how your loved ones look at you. Your comments make me think your friends and family don't think much of you. My wife is adored by me and everyone that knows her. And it's irrelevant of her shape or her size. Now, also, doesn't this week Hazel Chu, the Lord Mayor, uh, has come out as well? That was horrific trolling from her. Some pictures and a letter that was sent to the Mansion House was absolutely appalling. Not only she trolled about her race, she's trolled about her weight as well. Uh, it just makes you think. You would just like if you could get these trolls, and every single troll who trolls like that actually has to put up a picture of themselves, maybe in speedos, um, and it has to be there, and we have to see it. Are just because like. What is it? How perfect? How perfect are trolls? That's what I'd like to know. Just how perfect is your life that you decide that you're the person that should judge other people? Um, because it's cruel and it's hurtful. And even though some people laugh at it and laugh it off, you know, it does get in. It really does get into you. Um, and we've all been trolled at one stage. Uh, for me, I have to say, uh, over the years, that when I have been trolled, I'm okay with it because most of what people troll me about is right. So, you know... Uh, now, the most expensive bikini in history? Possibly, I don't know, is it? But it's certainly one of the most iconic in cinema history, and it's set to fly out of the sales rooms later this month. It's the one that Barbara Windsor wore in Carry On Camping, and it was pinged, it went flying off her uh, while she was on it. I mean, if you watch the Carry On movies, you'll know what this is all about. Uh, filled with innuendos, ooh, matron, and all that sort of stuff. But anyway... Uh, so she once recalled, actually, Babs recalled that when she was wearing it, they had to attach 
fishing line to it and then a fishing rod. There was a bloke at the back with a fishing rod and he basically yanked the fishing rod and the bikini came flying off. It was an iconic scene back in, uh, whenever it was, back in the 70s, wasn't it? The auction house said there are even still remnants of the clear fishing twine when the bikini is to go on sale. The bikini was found in a bin. It's thought to be one of the three that were made for the TV, for the movie shoot. And afterwards, they were just thrown away in a bin. No one ever thought they're worth anything. Uh, a worker found them in the bin and has uh, hung on to it, uh, verified that it is the one used by Barbara Windsor, and is now auctioning it, and all the money will go to an Alzheimer's society, which is good, because that's in in memory of the star uh, who passed away because of, uh, through to uh, Alzheimer's. They reckon it'll get €1,400. It's like a lime green bikini. I don't know what you do with it, where it'll go, um, but it's there. And you can actually bid for it online. Barbara Windsor's bikini, €1,400. It's yours. Hold on, it's Friday. It's a bank holiday. And bank holiday Monday, we have a very special hour of music right here on Ireland's Classic Hits. It is the hotline. It's back for the second time, featuring the legend that is Barry Lang. Good morning, Barry. Good morning, and how are you on this fine Friday morning? It is a lovely morning, isn't it? It's going to be a great weekend as well. Okay, so yeah. this is this is our second hotline. For those who missed yeah. it the last time around, what's it all about? Well, you know, uh, it's like the old hotline days. Anybody who remembers, we publish a list on our social media, yeah. Classic Hits. Uh, there's an A to Z of uh, what's on offer. Mm. It's the top songs from the year that we're going to feature. You choose a song, you let us know via yeah. text or WhatsApp, and then we play it on the air in that very fast hour between 5 and 6 on a Bank Holiday Monday. Yeah. We did it for the first time last month. It was an outstanding success, and they've asked me to go and do it again. Yeah. So, looking forward you a did good it, year. Yeah. When you did it years and years ago, right, on 2FM, was yeah. it, you, people could only ring in, and, and wasn't it on the, in the, my, people might remember, it was in the Evening Herald that the list yeah. would be out. Yeah, yeah, and you could only ring in. See, wow. we get some postcards and letters and stuff like that, but it was a, it was a, it was a phone-in show, yeah. and uh, you would call in, you wow. would check out the list in the Evening Herald and uh, and call in. But now we're in the age of technology, yeah. we've put it all on our social media, so you can go to classichits.ie, you can go to our Facebook page, you can go to our Twitter feed, yeah. and the list is there as well. But like I say, the year that we selected, it was 1987 last month, that yeah. was great, and this year we have a year that's a little bit later on, Okay, and uh, it was the year, if you were waking up this morning in this year, mm-hmm. the news would probably probably be about Boris Yeltsin because he was the Russian president at the time. Wow, okay. And you remember, he was always controversial when yeah. he was sober. Uh, the news that you'd be listening to, probably about the Gulf War because this was the year that it ended. Wow. Uh, if you're going to watch TV later on, you might get a chance to see Steffi Graf win the lady singles at ah, Wimbledon. okay. And if you were on your morning commute this morning, you might have been driving one of the most popular cars yeah. to drive in Ireland that year. They were the Ford Escort and the good old Opel Astra. Remember, wow. Opel really popular in Ireland at that time because they were the big sponsors of the Ireland football team. That's right, and yeah. this was just after Italian 90. So it was great. Yeah. And if you're going to the cinema this weekend, you would have seen either Silence of the Lambs or Thelma and Louise. Okay, good movies, actually. Yeah, uh, I still watch them again today. What a great year, 1991. Okay, so yeah. it's happening on Bank Holiday Monday. What time is it on? 
five till six. I'm on from two to six, yeah. but we'll dedicate the last hour commercial free, only music, only your requests. And this time, we don't just want to hear what song you want to hear. We want to hear your memories yeah. from 1991 that go with the music. Who were you with? What were you doing? What nightclubs were you frequenting? Were you studying? Whatever about yeah. it. And we'll yeah. tell the nation about it as well. Brilliant. Okay, looking forward to it. So that's Bank Holiday Monday. But if you go on social now, with all our social media platforms, you'll see the list for 1991. Uh, Barry's on between two and six, but five to six is the hotline. Bank Holiday Monday. Have a great show, Barry. Thanks. Cheers, Colin. Now, actually, just mentioning Chesney Hawks just before, just before uh, eight o'clock. Chesney Hawks will be playing the Forever Young Festival. All going well, and that that happens uh, this year. Uh, Chesney Hawks will be there, so that'll that'll increase his CV a little bit. Because I said I haven't seen what he's up to lately. The reason we're talking about Chesney Hawks was that the hotline is on this Monday uh, at five o'clock, right here on Ireland's Classic Hits. The year featured is nineteen ninety one, and Barry Lang will be here. Just check out all our social media if you're with us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Instagram we'll put up the list of songs but uh, yeah because only recently I was actually talking about Forever Young if you were there the first one a couple of years ago it was brilliant just down the road in uh, County Kildare Jimmy Somerville stole the show and Kim Wilde's leather trousers stole the show it was a great weekend actually and Level 42 were there as well and bands that you'd completely forgotten about just popped up all bands from the uh, 80s and 90s uh, hopefully it's going to happen again this year. Okay, are we ready for this? It's time for Seven Deadly Spins. What do we do? Well, we spin the wheel, and we've got a brand new wheel we introduced this week. And on the wheel, you'll find out how much money you're playing for, whatever it lands on. Uh, you could be playing for 250, 500, 750, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, or 5,000 euros. The lower the amount, the easier the questions, the higher the amount, the harder they get. You've got to answer seven questions correctly in 49 seconds to win. You must answer all all seven questions. There's no passes, so just you just throw out an answer. Uh, and remember, everyone who plays this week goes into the draw for an amazing two-night stay in the George or the Savoy Hotel in Limerick to celebrate the Friends reunion. The George and the Savoy Hotels are there for you with this amazing Friends package. Now, we are going to, I think, Galway. Mary, good morning. Mary Norton, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Colm. How are you? Not too bad at all. Am I right? Are we going to Galway? You are going to Galway and you're here and the murky Galway West. Oh, it's murky, is it, this morning in Galway? Murky, yeah. Oh, no blue, yes. Okay, whereabouts in Galway are you? I'm in a little place called Spittle. Ah, I know it well. Yes, do. Uh, actually went to the Gale Talk there when I was about a 15-year-old. Yes, we are in the Gwaith Office. Yeah, it's an amazing place. Okay. Now, Tommy Gahanawa this Friday, and I want to give you some real arrogance because I'm gonna spin the wheel. So have you been playing this in your head when we play it every oh, day? Every morning. The and, brain test is here. And how do you reckon you get on? How do you get on? Oh, seven out of seven every time. <laughs> Okay, very confident. Seven out of seven. Let's get that wheel spinning. Let's see. There we go. Let's see what you're playing for. It flies around. I can see the 2,000, the 250, and it's landed on... Okay, it's landed on 1,000 euros. That's very nice. Thank you very 1, much. 1,000 euros. Okay. So, the idea being, we're going to put 49 seconds on the clock. So, it gives you seven seconds for each question. You've got to answer every question, obviously, correctly. Um... And really, don't hesitate, and you can't repeat the question back to me, okay? Okie dokie. Clear on that. Will we get the clock starting? Uh, Mary Norton in Spittle, good luck to you. The clock, the clock starts now. What is the capital city of Switzerland? Geneva. Who was the first Taoiseach of Ireland? 
Douglas Hyde. Who? What is the largest state in the US? Alaska. What Irish football team played their home game at Dalymount Park? Oh God. Shamrock Rovers. <laughs> who? Who was the lead singer for Dire Straits? Mark Knopfler. How many valves does the heart have? Four. How long is a full game of rugby union? 80 minutes. Oh, you got them all in the right time, didn't you? Okay, okay. But how did you do, do you reckon, Mary? Four. Oh, you're going on four, are you? (laughs) Yeah, you got four. You got four. Okay. You slipped on the first one. Probably everyone shouted Geneva, but the capital city of Switzerland's Bern. Burn. Probably oh. everybody shouted Douglas Hyde, but the first tea shock, he was the president, was Eamon De Valera. Yeah. Uh, you're right in Alaska. Uh, the Irish football team that plays at Dalyman Park is Bowes, Bohemians, yeah, not Shamrock Rovers. You were good with the others. I mean, I, when I saw these, when they popped out, I thought the heart has two valves, but you were right in on four. Mm. Um, you got four out of seven. Look, that's good. I'm telling you what, that's good. Ah, you want the money. Ah, I want the money. Yeah. Yeah. Don't beat anyway. yourself up. Don't beat yourself up over it. I've got a bank holiday to look forward to. So that's not too bad. Yes, you have. And also, you're in the draw now for a chance of winning a two-night stay in the Georgia Savoy Hotel in Limerick as well. That draw will take place later on today. Nice, Good talking to you. Have a great weekend. Anything planned? Too, Anything planned? Uh, oh, lots and lots of rest. That's what we all like to hear. Mary, have a great weekend and whoever you're resting with, okay? Take care of yourself. Thanks a million. It is the Colin and Lucy Breakfast Show. Uh, now, yesterday morning, it was almost like primetime light, Mike, the producer, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Because we just started talking about phone scams because both of us had been sort of scammed during... Well, not we weren't scammed, but there was attempting scamming going on. And then suddenly, the amount of text and WhatsApp came in about scamming. So we're going to talk to Adrian Weckler at about 10 to 9. Yeah. And he is the technology expert for the Irish Independent. Great guy, and he knows everything so he'll give us some advice. But we've since had even more scammers coming in. Yeah, we've had since yesterday so many people getting in touch with the show just yeah. to tell their own stories of being scammed um, because obviously it, it sparked something uh, within people yesterday. Yeah. It seems to be happening right across the country. Ken, for example, <laughs> uh, or sorry, Kevin said he's plagued with scam calls, mm. so much so he set his phone to reject private numbers. Wow. Uh, he was receiving eight calls a day. So this is where we reckon the scammers have grabbed his call, his number, and are using his number... Yeah, and then going into his phone box, his contacts, and sending out messages all the time. That's scary. Yeah. So when we rang uh, one of the people who scammed me yesterday, yeah. it got through to what seemed to be a legitimate voicemail of somebody yeah. who yeah. had obviously turned their phone off because they were sick getting calls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I actually texted them to say I was from Classic Hits yeah. and wanted to have a chat about you know. But that could be a scam. But uh, I figured, yeah, he probably thinks that's a scam. So, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse uh, texted in to say, I received three calls from 083 numbers yesterday. Right. Clicked one and got through to a lady looking for my details. Ah. Uh, so she hung up then. Yeah. James said he's five calls uh, to his work, work desk phone from oh. Amazon, it says, uh, saying his bill has expired and to press one for payment. So lots of those. So that's so, to his desk phone. That's yeah. a bit scary, isn't so it? What I, and we can, you can ask Adrian Wechter this yeah, later yeah. on. But what I've noticed this is, so for example I got my bins text the other day for the bins to go out okay and that's not a scam because okay. it actually says the provider on the text it's yeah. not a number so what I've what I've through process of elimination if you get it from a text from a mobile number saying your package isn't delivered yeah. or Amazon is looking for money or something that's a scam okay but if it's actually from a provider it will say the provider and it's not just a mobile phone number do you know what I mean do you know what's interesting as well now tell me if I'm wrong here but we don't get scammed on WhatsApp. 
Yeah, true enough, yeah. So I don't get any of these, because I'm getting, people are getting, trying to get me all the time, but I don't get any of these, so I've never got anything on WhatsApp. I don't know why, or why I haven't. Uh, probably because we just assume, you know, if service provider is going to hit you on WhatsApp. Um, but I've never had anything on WhatsApp, but it's on messages all the time. So you're saying you can avoid, I mean, I've got one there recently. I don't know whether this is a scam or not, okay? Um, and I'm just going to have to click on it and see. And it actually says, uh, 40% off Italian wine sale in O'Brien's. No, that's real. Wow, okay, sorry. Well, no, that is definitely real. Swipe your O'Brien's card. Oh, geez, sorry, go. Okay, that's real, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's others. I mean, uh, uh, someone with, with the, who didn't even name said they got text messages from an 086 number yeah. uh, saying that uh, a delivery comp- company, uh, um, uh, their order couldn't be delivered yeah. and to get in touch immediately to click the link. So the delivery company stuff seems to be big. Yeah, yeah. So are delivery companies doing anything about this? You know what I mean? Because if it was my company and I found, geez, I'm getting a bad rep because, you know, somebody's been scammed all the time flying DHL or whatever. Am I doing anything about it or am I just going, ah, just cop on? Do you know what I mean? Are they taking any steps? For yeah, it? I know what you mean. Well, look, Adrian will be up later on yeah, and hopefully has, yeah. some, has some tips on that and t- we'll see what other companies are doing and so on to, to counteract it. Meantime, if you have any scams or any questions or you've been recently scammed and you're a bit scared, 0871 Text us in 0871 uh, As we said, technology expert Adrian Weckler will be on with us around 10 to 8 uh, 10 to 9 and he'll have uh, the answers to all your questions this guy knows what he's doing okay uh, so if you've got a little scam that happened 0871 we'd love to hear from a scammer what's going on lads yeah, yeah. we'd just, love to hear from a scammer phone in now <laughs> <laughs> just you know what's, what are you doing okay uh, stay with a starship on the way Ireland's classic hits it's the Column and Lucy Breakfast Show, and it's time for Classic Kids with Bunratty Castle and Folk Park. There is a place with acres of space, the castle taking pride of place. BunrattyCastle.ie So this time every morning, uh, the kids take over the radio, and it's all up to them, and we chat to them, and I'm told we have Bobby now, who's eight years of age. Hiya, Bobby. How you come? Hiya, Bobby. How you doing? I'm good. Okay, Bobby, where, where are you from? Swords. Swords in North County, Dublin. And Bobby, if you, I don't know, are you in the car or are you in the house at the moment? Uh, I'm in the house. In the house. So if you stuck your head out the window, what's the weather like in Swords, Bobby? Uh, it's very sunny. Is it? Okay. And is it going to stay like that all day, do you think? Yes. Good man. Uh, now, Bobby, uh, what school do you go to? Girls' School, Brownbury, Bath. Wow, so it's a girls' school. That, is your Irish very good? Yes. Okay, so uh, could you say um, say something to me in Irish? Okay, I'll ask you something in Irish. On will your madre go Ah. Okay, and what's Kodisanam do madre? Nala. Ah, okay, wow, good, okay. Jeez, I'm glad you had a dog, because that's the only thing I really know. Um, but I'm told you also like uh, soccer. Uh, who do you support now, Bobby, please? Le- um, I'm going to be your best friend forever, Liverpool. Ah, are you going to play for Liverpool? Yep. Ah, Bobby, I'm a Manchester United supporter. We know. Yeah, why do you support Liverpool? What, because they're, they're terrible? No, because they have almost all the best players. No, they don't. They don't have any any good player. They have Mo Salah, who, who's terrible. Yeah, name and uh, who else? Uh, uh, this goalkeeper that keeps scoring goals—he's awful as well. No, he's great. 
No, he's not. <laughs> Bobby, they need you. If you played for Liverpool, Bobby, where would you play? What position? Midfield. Midfield, okay. And Bobby, would you be the sort of midfielder that would kick the legs off everybody? Um, no, but I would try and surround them as much as I could. Okay, okay, well, that's good. That's good advice. You're making your communion, Bobby. When are you making your communion? Um, September. Okay, so they've pushed it all because of the pandemic, have they? Yeah. So will you? are you going to be able to go to the, the church and do all that sort of stuff, yeah? Yes. Okay. Are you expecting, now I know I shouldn't ask this, but are you expecting a few, Bob? Okay. A few bob for Bobby. That's what we'll do for the communion. You should get a t-shirt saying, a few bob for Bobby, please. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So listen, even before that, Bobby, we have 200 euros. It's a, it's a voucher for a toy store of your choice. Uh, if you won this, what toy store, or what, what would you buy first for 200 euros? Um, Pokemon. Ah, Pokemon. Uh, sorry, am I, somebody told me that you are actually wearing a Liverpool onesie at the moment. Yep. Are you? Yep. Ah, for God's sake. Where did you get that? <laughs> um, I got it off my elf on the shelf. Ah, your, your elf on the shelf. It's, don't tell me your elf on the shelf is a Liverpool supporter. Everyone in this house is a Liverpool supporter. I never go to your house. Never invite me for a party with cake. I won't be there. <sighs> and if I am, I'm going to bring Marcus Rashford with me. Okay, let's do let's do Little Holly. Are we ready? Let's get, remind ourselves of the three clues. Uh, little Holly, give me the three clues, please. I like the colour of them. Oh, thank you very much. There are lots of them. That's number two. I like their shape. And that's number three. Bobby, we need... Bobby in the onesie. Uh, we need to know what you think Little Holly is talking about, young man. I think she's talking about leaves. You think she's talking about what? Leaves. Leaves. You think she's talking about leaves? Is it leaves? Li- little Holly? Come on, guys. I'm trying to give you a little cash here. Yeah, I know, but is it leaves? No, you ain't getting the cash. No, Bobby, you're not getting it. You're not winning today. Oh, sorry, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bobby, it's a little bit like Liverpool. Another week and you don't win, huh? Hey. Hey. Hey, hey watch it. Uh, Bobby, listen, have a great day. Have a great weekend, all right? Okay, can I do a big shout out to my cousins and and my class in you just done it man you're a legend Bobby have a great weekend okay now yesterday it just started as an innocent conversation between producer Mike and myself uh, about scams because we all were looking at our phones and it looks like we were tempted to be scammed about four times a day uh, uh, we were talking about it on air and then we suddenly got flooded with messages from listeners who have been sent scam texts and calls and all sorts of stuff it seems to be rampant around the country as if it's happening every Every single day to people, sometimes five or six times a day. So, uh, how rampant is it? What can we do? We decided we needed to get an expert in on this. Uh, Adrian Weckler is the Irish independent tech editor and the go-to man for all of the advice. Adrian, good morning to you. Good morning, Colin. So, we're getting all of these texts and calls about scams. I mean, do you even get scammed or attempted to be scammed? Oh, absolutely. I mean, about once every two or three days, I'll get a call in claiming to be from, you know, Macedonia or a fake 083 number. And when you answer the call, the big one at the moment is you'll hear a pause for about a second or two. And then you'll hear what sounds like an English accent. Yeah. Saying, uh, this is from the Department of Social Protection. And and they'll tell you that, uh, allegedly, that there's an arrest warrant out for you or that your PPS number has been compromised. And press one to do this and press two to do that. Um, and I think a lot of us now 
will figure out that this is a bit suspicious and yeah. a bit dodgy. But there are actually quite a few people um, who who won't, who get very mm. worried about it. But but absolutely. Um, but hang on, Adrian, what yeah. happens then? Because I'd be the sort of person, it's like the emergency button, you know what I mean? Don't press this. I'd be like, oh my God, I need to press one. What would happen yeah. to me if I press one? Well, the, well, first of all, the genius of the, of the, the, the arrest, there's an arrest warrant out for you. The genius of that in Ireland is for a split second, most of it, certainly me and me, I think, Oh Christ! They might be coming because we're Irish. <laughs> yeah, but um, if you press one, what typically happens is uh, you're actually put through to a call centre agent, a scammer, yeah. one of the gang, and they will then try to, to get as much personal information oh. off you as possible, like your PPS number. They'll try to get typical uh, things like your mother's maiden name, your date of birth, right. uh, your email. They'll tell you they have it, but then they'll yeah. try and scam it out of you. And once they have those details, they'll they'll try and get into to more sensitive financial systems. Okay, so we can't avoid that happening, as in attempted scamming all the time. But what can we do? Well, we can't. It's going to happen. But what can we do to yep. avoid it, or maybe to stop it, or slow down the process? Yeah, there's a few things. Um, there are actually, believe it or not, some apps mm. on your phone that can help. Um, quite a few of them actually in the App Store. I yeah. give an example of one, yep. which is called True Caller. It's a, a free app on both iPhone and Android. And what it does is it uses a known database of scam numbers mm. to stop or block uh, both calls and texts coming in. Now it's not completely foolproof, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but it's a decent uh, it's a decent start. Right. Um, you can also on your own phone settings, yeah, either whether it's an iPhone or an Android phone. Uh, you can do it, it mitigates the mm. issue on an iPhone, for example. If you go to uh, phone and then silence unknown callers ah. on your iPhone. Now, what that does is for any call that comes in, it's not in your contacts or isn't in your outgoing call list yeah. or, or from serious suggestions, it sends them straight through to your voicemail. So they won't be completely blocked, but right. it means that you won't get immediately um, uh, caught. Okay. And you have a moment to think about it. It's same for Android phones, by the way. You can go to settings mm. and then caller ID and spam. Um, and uh, and then there's the, the, the usual advice that everybody uh, yeah. gives, but which I would take one step further, which is in relation to text. Yeah. Don't ever click on links from anyone. Right. So, see, one of the problems here, um, Colin, is that there's a thing called smishing. You see, you have phishing, smishing, and vishing. We've been talking about <laughs> okay. phishing, right? Yeah. Phishing is voicemail phishing, right? Um, smishing is SMS text phishing. And that's basically where you might have, say your bank, Bank of Ireland, AIB, whatever it is, they can get into that text conversation. They can spoof the number of the bank's mobile number right. and make it look like um, they can get into your existing thread with your bank. Yeah. And and then they will put in an active link there and that's how they'll get malware in your phone. So unfortunately, we're near at the moment where even if it's a mate of yours, yeah. maybe not a mate, but say an organization that you're used to dealing with, if you see an e a text from them with a live link, yeah. um, it's just best of, uh, not to click it. Just don't click, yeah. Good advice. Get the apps, check your phone settings, and just don't click. I suppose I need to ask question, Aiden, have you ever been scammed? Please say no. Uh, I haven't been scammed, no. I'm pleased to say, not that I know of. I have been caught up in a data breach, in lots of data breaches. Ah, okay, and, okay. And, and by the way, anyone can check legitimately whether they've been caught in a known data breach. If you go to the website... Have I been pawned.com? Have yeah. I been pwned.com? 
totally legitimate site, put in your email address there, and it will tell you which data breaches over the last few years right. your email address, maybe your password, maybe your phone number has been caught up in, and I've been caught in a few. Okay, uh, all good advice, and uh, we'll put some of that up online as well, especially that uh, the helpful apps. Adrian, always good to talk to you. Uh, thanks very much for all of that advice. Now, uh, we first, okay, we're going to the den. We're going to the Dragon's Den because we first spoke to Aileen and James McCauley on Tuesday morning in anticipation of their Dragon's Den appearance, which happened last night. They pitched the regular to the Dragons, and we had no idea if they got investment or not. Well, now we know, and so do you, if you're watching BBC last night. Aileen and James, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks good. for having us. Yeah, no problem. Aileen, first off, where you did you sit down and watch it last night, you know, behind your, your fingers or what was going on? Yeah, sat and we it was just the two of us watching it. Yeah. I suppose the whole COVID thing. But so we were just on a million WhatsApp groups constantly over and imagine. back, over and back. And and the fact that Iris came on last. Yes. The suspense just built and built and built. And then it was one kind of rejection after another, after another. And our friends were just like, oh my God, you're so brave for even having gone in here. Like, it was pretty savage, I thought, the episode. It, it was, was very intense. savage, the way it was edited as well, right through it. Like, for, for, first that guy with the tipsy tray that broke yeah. and he was thrown out. It was like, and then one of the, one of the dragons with your product said that it smelled of fish. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I, mean, oh, I, I, I wanted to turn it off then, you it know? Was, I know. And then, and we had customers messaging us. <laughs> well, what is he talking about? That's ridiculous. Yeah. He like, was, so, he was well, being a bit yeah. nasty to a lot of them. But just to remind everybody, actually, uh, uh, just to, to remind us, actually, James, the Wriggler, what is the Wriggler? So the Wriggler is uh, an anti-roll portable changer mat designed specifically for babies and toddlers mm. that wriggled during nappy giant time. So I suppose that idea for anyone that hasn't come across it, um, once babies learn to roll or flip over or crawl away from six months up to three years of age, yeah. um, changing stations can be dangerous, and I suppose you change them on the floor, but the Wriggler... Um, stops them rolling and slipping over because the secret sauce is your yeah. knees. Uh, they take over and they can they anchor both the mat baby in place, and that's it in a, in a nutshell. Wow. And um, yeah, so it looked, and it looked uh, great. It looked great last night. It looked absolutely brilliant. Um, and as soon as I saw it, you could see everyone was really really excited about it. Uh, but then, as I said, it was difficult. Uh, you know, so many questions and the close-ups of you guys. You you were sweating, yeah, James. You were really sweating <laughs> at one stage. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, I suppose how they edit, like you're in there probably, we would have been in there for maybe an hour and a half, and they edit it down to about, you know, eight, ten minutes, yeah. whatever the pitch is, you know, um, and like, yeah, you can't control that aspect of it, and, and yeah, you are, but it is one of the most intense scenarios, I mean, you are absolutely running the gauntlet, the dragons, it's called the dragons Den for a reason, and they don't <laughs> pull their punt like they just commit they swinging in a lot yeah. of instances, and you saw it, like we were the only, the only ones getting investment last night, but the other side of that is, when you hear the likes of Sarah Davis, um, saying like this is brilliant and yeah. saying this is clever and actually um, you mentioned there Theo Pafidis like who maybe had something to say about it that wasn't initially positive but off air or, he like, was negative yeah. but he was but he, you know they're, they're in there to do that and, to yeah, yeah, yeah. You, and, and you can't control what they say yeah. but equally he also told us this is genius, but that didn't get aired, you know. So, okay. um, you know, you just roll with it. You need to just be ready for that. Now, Aileen, um, of course, the what you wanted was 50,000 for... Uh, what percentage were you going to give the company? Uh, 25% was what we went in there. Okay, 25%, 50,000. And the first offer that came out was from Tuka Suleiman. We have it here. Have a listen. This is the most bizarre <laughs> offer ever. Look, yeah. I'll tell you what I'm willing to do. This is a bizarre thing. I'm willing to give you all the money... 
£50,000, but I want 90% of the business, and I take it over and run it. But you take a 5% royalty on sales. Now, that was... So, basically, he wanted your company. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it sounded like savage. Like, like what a dragon offer it was. I know, kind of yeah. Insane. I suppose the other bit of it that there's less focus on is this royalty thing. And that was the thing. You know when they say, do you want to go to the wall and talk to the wall? And yeah. we're trying... Usually, it's like percentage for money. We're trying to figure out what could a royalty deal actually mean? Like, yeah. if he sells millions of masks like he has a global infrastructure of baby products so like if he's selling millions of masks and mm. we're getting 5% royalty on all of it like it it did sound savage and the dragons really the other dragons really jumped to our defense kind of going wow crazy yeah he's just paying himself like, really isn't he yeah. yes don't do that <laughs> okay but then but then Sarah Sarah Davis jumped in with this offer well look I think it's a great product thank you thanks so I will make you an offer so I'll offer you all of the money but I would expect 40% of the company. We had previously discussed we would be willing to give 30% mm. of the company. So Sarah, we're wondering, would you consider coming down to 30%? If you're prepared to go 35, we can virtually shake and have a look. Okay. Oh, okay. So you took 35%. Yeah. Uh, actually, hearing that, do you still get the sort of the collie wobbles when you hear yeah. that? Because you guys <laughs> went you went to the wall, which is the most d- dramatic thing ever to discuss it. And we could just uh, hear you whispering. And I don't know whether you just wanted to actually punch each other. Uh, <laughs> but you decided to take that. And, and uh, James, was it a good offer? Because I know that was a recorded, you know, a couple of months ago, probably a couple of weeks ago. So was it a good offer? And what's happened since? That's a fantastic offer. And I suppose you're saying about going to the wall, like you're also conscious then when you go to the wall, you're mic'd up so yeah. you, like they can hear you, you know, that kind of a way. But uh, it's a fantastic offer. It's it's the opportunities that Sarah can bring um, and it's her network and her distribution yeah. and her manufacturing and all that kind of stuff. And look, you know, you go in there with figures in your head and you're trying to work them out yeah. like in real time with kind of five uh, multi-millionaires sitting on the chairs behind you. <laughs> uh, like, it's a bizarre, surreal scenario where you don't want to keep them waiting, you don't want to alienate yourself, but, um, yeah, look, yeah. We, were, we were delighted. I mean, it really was a validation of the product and the endorsement from Absolutely. two of them, even even Tugers. Yeah. So, so uh, the uh, Alien, is it now, uh, the process has got, is it started with Sarah, uh, business plans, the whole lot, where, what, what stage are you at now? Yeah, so all of that, um, so there's the whole due diligence process yeah. that goes on afterwards, so, yeah, that's kind of where things are at at the moment. Okay. And there's a lot of back and forth. But yeah, regular communication. Well, brilliant. Listen, it was an amazing episode. Come on, Ireland. We yes. Got, yeah, <laughs> we scored. It was like a Robbie Brady goal. We got it in right at the end. Exactly. Uh, um, that's it. And watch out for the product, the regular. It really is good. It nearly made me broody last night. Uh, <laughs> You'll have to have another. Uh, and that's, that's when Anne told me to start watching The Masked Singer and dancing. But uh, Aileen and James McCauley, thank you so much for and thank you for sharing that journey with us as well and, and best of luck in the future we'll keep an eye on the regular alright guys thanks, thanks a million ok take care this coming Monday folks Bank Holiday Monday more restrictions lifted around the country as we get closer to normality gyms are going to be back open outdoor events of up to 200 people outdoor matches are going to be there outside dining and of course something that I'm really looking forward to a lot of people are cinemas are going to be open uh, we do enjoy our cinema experience in Ireland I do particularly uh, but what can we actually go to see in the 
cinemas when they open. Brian Lloyd is movie editor of entertainment.ie. Brian, good morning to you. Morning, how are you? Not too bad at all, Brian. So I'm really looking forward to the cinemas. It's been a long time, yeah. and I would imagine you are too, considering yes. that that's what chomping, you do. <laughs> chomping at the bit, absolutely chomping, chomping at, at the, the bit. popcorn. Uh, what can I see if I go next week? What what what's it? What's in store? Well, there's loads up because you see, I mean, like remember the last time as well when they when they reopened cinemas. Uh, the only film I think that was out at the time was something like uh, Tennis, which was that one with uh, Robert Pattinson yeah. or whatever. But now there's way more okay so there are three big films that are going to be coming straight to cinemas from uh, June 7th the first is the Phil Lynott documentary ah. song yeah exactly songs from Wild Boy. yeah now this was available on like Google Play and YouTube or whatever you could rent it or whatever mm. but this will actually be going to the cinemas and I would urge people genuinely go see this in the cinema because mm. Well, obviously the soundtrack is brilliant as well, but it is the kind of film that actually would benefit from being seen in the cinema. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because, like, I mean, the colours in it, like the, the like the kind of the archival footage, like it looks amazing. Is there the is screen. there a lot of uh, music footage from the from the band? Oh yeah, of course, absolutely. Right. Yeah, I mean that's that's what most of the film is about as well. And then it kind of have like the contemporary interviews with the likes of you know. Uh, Bono and all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah it's, it's really, really worth one to watch. Uh, one for the family is Cruella for the for the family. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, like it's 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 like twelve. So like, I mean, they'd be kind of I suppose maybe a little bit older. But yeah, yeah. definitely, it is one for the family. Yeah, this is uh, Emma Stone and Emma Thompson. Emma Stone plays Cruella, as you know from. I love Emma Stone. I love Emma yeah. Stone. Yeah. She's really, really good in this, yeah, and she has like the accent down pat as well. And the soundtrack again is brilliant as well. It has like David Bowie, well, it has Matt the Hoople, yeah. it has like you know all those kind of like seventies glam rock kind of uh, songs. And it's even got Joe Dolan in the soundtrack <laughs> as well. So. It's got Joe yeah. Dolan. Yeah, no, yeah. There's like one big scene in it that has good looking woman on it, and wow. I heard it, and it was yeah, oh yeah, no, it's nuts, and it's like it weirdly. Kind of works in context. That's, yeah. yeah, it's strange. But no, yeah, it's. I wonder how American and, audiences took to Joe Dolan. Well, outside of Las Vegas, I don't think he was that famous. No, not at all. No, and like even in England, like I think like when he was when he was when that song was released, I think yeah. it only went to number seven or something. Like, but you hear it, and it's just like it sounds like Tom Jones. Right. I don't think, of course, you know. yeah, yeah. Uh, now the one I'm particularly looking forward to, uh, A Quiet Place Part Two. Part One was yeah. a, was a brilliant movie, and you had to see it in the cinema, and everyone had to shut up in the cinema. Uh, John Krasinski, obviously, the, the he's the writer, isn't he, and director of it? Yeah, he's the writer and director of this. Yeah, I'm glad you said that about actually watching it in the cinema because yeah. If you watch, if you were to watch the first one at home, like it is brilliant, like it's very, very well done. Mm. But what makes it so good is that when you're in a cinema and the doors are all shut yeah. and everyone is kind of hushed, then the tension just goes through the roof. And right. it's the same here again. Um, Killian Murphy is in this and he's brilliant in it. He kind of takes over from sort of John Krasinski's role in it. But everyone okay. is back for it. If you like this one, you're going to love... Or sorry, if you love the first one, yeah. you're going to love the second one. Now, this is it because we're always... The, the part twos are always a bit dodgy, you know, in the yeah. history of cinema. But I've seen reviews of this and it's getting five-star reviews. So this is a definite. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, if you like the first one, you're going to love this. Like it, it, it is as good as the first one, and it's very, as you say, it's very rare the horrors yeah. would be able to keep their would be able to keep pace with the original. You know, brilliant, three good movies. Uh, no doubt you'll be in the cinema all next week, uh, Brian Lloyd. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, movie editor of Entertainment.ie, and for more about all those movies, just check out Entertainment.ie. Brian, thanks for taking the call, man. Thanks, Tom. Take care of yourself. 
okay, so that's Phil in a documentary. That's Cruella with Emma Stone. Love Emma Stone. From, uh, and also Quiet Place Part 2. If you haven't seen Part 1, it's absolutely brilliant. Killian uh, Murphy's in Part 2. Emily Watson in Part 2 as well. They're all in the cinema. Cinema's open Monday. So much happening. Have an amazing bank holiday weekend, folks. Get out there. Enjoy it. Uh, Trina's on the way.